The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. It's the Joe Pag Show. Love having you here. Vivek Ramaswamy in about 27 minutes. We get a good nine minutes with Vivek. We cover a lot of topics. We get into a lot of things. No, nowhere near as in-depth as I would like, but he is a very, very busy man. He's in demand lately. We were glad to get the time that we got with him. Interestingly, I got more time with, with President Trump when I went to the White House than I did with Vivek today. But we've done long form with Vivek before. I like the guy a lot. He is certainly an up-and-comer, and he's second place in a lot of polls in the Republican uh, primary right now. So very, very interesting conversation. Do not miss a second of that. I don't take it easy. I ask him very directly about his stance on Israel. I ask him about, uh, you know, whether you play in that line about Chris Christie. Why is Karl Rove and the establishment going after you? Um, and I also ask him about, is there a pharmaceutical company problem? Because there's a video out there that's getting vir- virality that is suggesting that you change the name of some product and you made a bunch of money or something. Is there something to that? And I let him answer that. Um, do I get into everything you want to hear from him? No, but we'll have him on again very soon. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. On a Thursday, feeling all right. Uh huh. Say what? Seems I got the. Carrie, what's going on? Mm-hmm. I want you to think about this. I posted about a hundred videos since the beginning of August until now on YouTube. What topic do you think has the most views so far? Think about that. Oh, need an answer now. Think about it. Polo's in the house. Sam Bam got the plan for the man. Let's go. Turn it up, sing along. have you thanks if you missed the first hour please send your prayers if you don't mind to my father-in-law larry hoping that he pulls through he's having a really rough time right now he can use all the prayers he can get lift him up if you don't mind all right carrie have you thought about it what do you think the hottest topic is on my youtube now keep in mind youtube you can't really get into election stuff you can't really get into covid stuff you can't you can't do you can't do transgender stuff so what, do you, what do you think? That's all. That's right. Because I thought about the trans issues. I thought about the president and what some call his cognitive um, problems he may have. Well, I can I can post um, cognitive problems. I can do that, and I and I have. But that isn't the biggest. There's one video that's just about to hit a million views mm-hmm. that I that I put up on like August third or fourth. And there's one topic, and it's not politics. That, like the news organizations don't want us to know this is the hottest topic, but it is. Uh, about the vaccine, a new vaccine. Think about the story I'm asking you to do off the top here. Oh, are we talking about, you know, well, I'm assuming crime that's in the big cities, defunding police. The biggest story, the biggest video that I have on YouTube, and it did very well on the other ones too, although, interestingly, TikTok made me, they took the video down because they said it was too violent. 
All I did was show the mob crime that's going on in Chicago. Mm. And then I showed Brandon Johnson, the new mayor, saying, getting mad that people are calling them mobs. Remember that? I do remember that. That video has gone nuts. It's going to be a million views very soon on on YouTube. Um, For some reason, TikTok doesn't want to show that there's crime going on in Chicago. Very weird. Uh, It's up on Instagram as well. Did very well on Instagram as well. But that video from August 3rd with Brandon Johnson like getting visibly mad. We don't say that word. We say large gatherings of youth who need more opportunity in Chicago. I'm like, Are you, you must be on something. You must, uh, I need a drug test on Brandon Johnson. Here's a guy that will not ever tell the truth if the crime is being done by a black person. He's black. He's a, one of these black Marxist radicals. And he does not want to call criminals what they are. And because he's taken office, crimes in Chicago are so high that you and I were reporting on this last week that there's some some councilwoman or something, mm-hmm. assemblywoman or something like that, what the hell they call him there, um, who wants you, please, gangs, don't shoot people between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Right. After 9 p.m., go nuts, shoot each other, whatever you want to do, but just let us get through our day without it. They're begging them to just hold off on the crime. I know you're going to do it, but just hold off on it if you can. So that is the number one video over on my YouTube, and that shows me, and, and when I check the um, the analytics, most of my audience for YouTube is in the United States, although we've got a lot in Australia, and we've got a lot in in, uh, in Great Britain, and, and I think the second most is Canada. And one of the biggest cities is Dallas, oddly, where we're not even on the radio. So that's one of the biggest cities that we have following the YouTube. These people in big cities know that this is the big problem they deal with daily. And nobody's doing anything about it. And and even YouTube couldn't squelch it, even if they wanted to. People were that interested in it. So now we've got a story about news crews not doing what I just said, actually trying to go and cover it. And this has now happened twice, which blows my mind. What do you have? From The Blaze, another TV news crew reporting on crime in a Democrat-run city can now provide first-hand testimony of just how bad things have gotten. A Univision Chicago TV crew was reporting on a string of armed robberies across the city of Chicago early Monday morning when three men wearing ski masks robbed the crew at gunpoint. The Chicago Tribune reported the victims, a reporter and a photographer who have not been named, were filming a segment for the Spanish-language TV station near the 1200 block of North Milwaukee Avenue in the city's west town. They were approached with guns and robbed, says Luis Godinez, vice president of news at Univision Chicago. Mainly, it was personal items and they took a camera. Raza Siddiqui, president of the National Association of Broadcast Employees and Technicians, Local 41, indicated the suspects demanded cash from the 28-year-old and 42-year-old male victims and then rifled through their SUV, stealing a camera, a personal backpack, and two bags containing equipment, reported the Chicago Sun-Times. Gratefully, the crew is safe, said Godinez. The Univision Chicago vice president indicated the station intentionally downplayed the incident in its subsequent coverage, We don't want to make the story about us because there were other robberies that occurred within that same period, he told the Tribune. WLS-TV reported a series of armed robberies and carjackings rocked the South Loop and Northwest Side Sunday and Monday, where two to four thugs at a time would mob, sometimes beat, but always rob their victims. Thank you. You didn't know this, but I was in talks probably 10, 12 years ago to be the morning guy on a big AM station in Chicago. Mm. 
I did not. Because I, I had no intention of taking it. I would not want to live in Chicago. People from Chicago are awesome, unless you're a criminal. My problem is they keep on voting in idiots. And it's just, it, to me, it is not a livable city. And most of the people that are voting these idiots in are like white liberals who live in the outskirts. And they probably don't have to deal with this kind of crime. But what do you have to do now? Do you have to start taking armed guards with you to cover the news in the street when it's light out? Really? I mean, what is it that you have to do? And you can't call people out for being criminals because Brandon Johnson will scold you publicly. These are youth that need opportunities. You know, when I was growing up, I did not think to myself, wow, look at all these opportunities I have. And I didn't think to myself, wow, no opportunities at all. Let me go rob somebody or let me go join a mob or a gang or a group of criminals and go beat people up, steal things and, and you know, loot the entire city. I didn't think any of that stuff. And it's not because I'm white. And generally speaking, those who are doing these crimes in, in Chicago are black. It's because of low expectations by people like this Brandon Johnson guy. He should, as a city leader, the mayor of the third lar- largest city in this country, and he's a black man. He's a former educator. Think about that. He's educating people with his mindset. He should be out there saying, you knock it off. You want to ever be where I am? You're not going to get there that, this, this way. You can't do it by robbing and stealing and mugging and, and breaking in. Stop it. He should be the loudest voice to the young black people that are doing this. Because black people are not inherently bad. They're not inherently in gangs. They're not inherently criminals. It's a learned way of life. And if there is no guideline, there is no authority saying, stop it. Quite the opposite is happening. The authority is saying, don't call them mobs. Don't call them criminals. These are gatherings of youth that don't have opportunity. The gatherings of youth are going to continue to do it and continue to steal more stuff. You have to, at some point, put your foot down. And this guy is in the position to do so. And he refuses to do it. And now you can't have a news crew go out and even cover what's going on in Chicago because the $40,000 camera is going to be stolen. And, you know, somebody with a gun is the one stealing it who might get an itchy trigger finger and maybe shoot you. That's what you have to worry about? This is decidedly stupid. Brandon Johnson is in a position now where he can affect positive change in the lives of these young black men and women who are doing these things. Instead, he chooses to pretend they're not doing these things, which is only going to make it worse. It's only going to make it worse. And trust me when I say he's protected. He doesn't have to worry about it. It's like Eric Adams in New York. Another successful black man who can be a role model for young black people in New York and for others. I mean, I was a young white guy growing up and I always admired black athletes and black movie stars. I, I, I never cared what their skin tone was. But for some reason, you've got people like this apologizing or being apologists. They're not even apologizing. They're not even saying I'm sorry. They're just being apologists. It's not really what you think it is. Ignore the fact that the news crew just had their stuff stolen Let's pretend they didn't, and these are just young people trying to go. Remember AOC not that long ago said, people aren't looting and stealing and committing crimes. They're just stealing bread and milk. Well, no, they're not. There's a viral video from Home Depot today where people are stealing all sorts of electric, uh, electric machinery, uh, drills and generators and, and saws. They're not feeding their kids with that stuff. 
888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Your thoughts, what do we do to solve this problem right now? Are you with me that the successful people in this country, especially black leaders, need to speak specifically to the black offenders to show them the right way to grow up through opportunity in America, not the wrong way? Joe Pags Show, coming right back. You're listening to Joe Pags. Thanks, I appreciate you. Your thoughts about the crime problem. You know, people don't think about it much until it shows up on their front doorstep. I don't know whether this news crew was for a, um, a station, that I guess it was Univision, but um, I don't know if, they, if it's a left-leaning thing or not. I don't watch Univision, obviously. But um, at the end of the day, you wonder if they were being righteous about their reporting. There's really a surge in crime. I mean, clearly they were out there to report on crime, and they were going to a place where I guess crime happens a lot. They probably felt safe because they were a news crew. You know, at this point, you know, you know what I would probably do? Hey, Carrie, tell me what you think about this. Mm-hmm. At this point, if I were in television news, like I used to be. What? I know, right? Crazy. That's the first I've heard of that. Yeah. I know, I know. And I did reporting, then they do like these award ceremonies. It's weird. Hmm. But anyway, if I were doing it today, we have the technology Live stream everything you do. Just live stream everything. Hmm. Boy, that would have gone viral, right? (laughs) Well, I mean, yes. And you would have, I mean, you could just look right at the criminal and say, we are literally live on our Facebook page right now. Mm -hmm. People can see you. People can hear you. So whatever you're thinking about doing, maybe take a breath, take a step back. It's not going to work here because they see you. They can hear you because up till right now, you've done nothing wrong. You're just somebody saying hello to the news crew. But it goes somewhere else. It's live. The police are watching you right now. Hmm, we shouldn't have to do that. No. I mean, obviously, we should not have to to do that. But if the police don't have the wherewithal, and in Chicago they don't because they, they know they don't have the backing of city, of city Hall, they know the city council won't back them and that this mayor won't back them, at some point you've got to take it into your own hands. Think about this. Before ring cameras on doorbells, or whatever the equivalent of a ring camera is for another a, another company. Before that, people were like home invading. Nobody can see them. I and mean, this goes directly to a recording device. And that's it. You're seen now. I can't tell you how many things I've seen over on, um, on social media where you see a bad... There was one yesterday where a bad guy followed some student home from college. She goes in the door. He ends up going up later. And or not not more than two minutes later, he just walks right up, tries the doorknob. It's locked. He's looking over the the, the balcony like he might, you know, just making sure nobody can see him. Like maybe he's going to try to to break the door down. Then he notices there's a ring camera on the next apartment over, and he's out of there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I and, and again, we that shouldn't be the reason. But if you're going to go out there, if I'm going to do news, and we've got a, anywhere from $40,000 to $60,000 camera, 
and I'm about to do a story, and I see something going down. I I will. You know what I would do? Honestly, I would, I would have a, I would have a sign. I would, I'd have a sign. Not even recording. It's got to be live stream. Because right, they can right, steal right. the phone and have right. the recording, right? Right. I mean, think about this. In the story, I believe it might not have been in the, in the version that you had. In that story, they had already shot a bunch of footage. They'd already shot a bunch of stuff about crime happening in Chicago. And guess who has the footage? Oh, now the, the criminal. criminals do. Yeah. yeah. So... Go ahead. What do you think about them downplaying that story of them being robbed as they're doing a story about crime in Chicago? It's ridiculous. It should be the lead story everywhere. Yeah. And I'm always, you know, the one for we shouldn't be the story. We are not the story. We're there to tell the story to everybody else. But through no fault of their own, they became victims and it's just so ironic that that's what they're covering, and that's exactly what happened to them. So everybody should know about it. What blows my mind is that... I think. Well, you're right. Everybody should be leading with that. Everybody should be saying, we can't even go out and cover these stories for you anymore. Mm-hmm. That's how bad it's gotten here in Chicago. I'll give you a story out of Flint. I was in Flint, Michigan, and I was in a tough neighborhood, and somebody had just been shot and killed by police in a basement. I show up to cover it, and I'm there with my with my photographer. And as we're we're walking up there, they're like, "You can't go down." I said, "We don't want to go downstairs. We just want to talk to you about what happened." Want to do? And some guy comes up, and he puts his hand over the camera. And at this point, we were surrounded by people from the neighborhood that could have done whatever they wanted. Yeah, you know, and who knows who's got guns, who's got what? I mean, we just had a, a shootout mm-hmm. with the cop. And when the guy put his hand on the camera, I had I had one of two choices. I wasn't the cameraman. It was a, the guy who was with me. But I was there and I said, get your hands off my camera. What are you doing? What's the matter with you? We're out here trying to cover this story and make sure people understand what happened to this guy. Now, I don't know what happened. And if you touch my camera, I can't tell them what happened. And the guy went, whoa, whoa, man, hey. Wow. He backed off. And we, we probably had 20 people there that easily could have taken the camera and done whatever they wanted. But I think that it's a matter of this is 1995, maybe. It's a matter of back then, because I came off as an authority, because I said I'm going to cover this fairly, and both sides are going to be told, everybody backed off. Mm-hmm. Today, it's screw you, give me your camera. Yeah. I don't care, give me your camera, give me your money, give me your phone, give me your wallet. Oh, nice watch, give me your watch. And nobody does anything about it. Again, think about it. What I'm talking about is almost 30 years ago. That That's... It's not that long ago, I'll be honest with you, 28 years ago. And and our society has changed so much from then to now. I don't think my saying that would have been as effective today. You're probably right. As it was actually. then. And that's a sad state of affairs. Yeah, something really bad probably would have happened if you had said that today. Without a doubt. Yeah. And here we are. Luckily, the people who watch and listen to this show now know about this. I bet they didn't know about it before we said it. And that's the scary part, because the media should be covering this, should be, be bringing pressure on City's Hall all over this, this great land and trying to force a change. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Vivek Ramaswamy is coming up after this break. Do not touch that dial. Stay right here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show.